Boom! We are live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's your boy, Nolan Hawkeye Anthony, here Wednesday, May 26th. I hope all y'all are doing fantastic. I'm doing great after the Lakers snag a win yesterday, but that's not all we're going to get into today. Uh, before we get into Iowa Hawkeyes and the news here, I want to just thank you for all your guys' support. You guys have truly been amazing. The podcast has been growing steadily. And for that, me and my partner, Dean, are very, very thankful. Uh, before I toss it over to my partner, I want to mention going to 247hawkeye.com. A link will be in the description. Uh, you can follow me and my partner, Dean. Best place to find us is Facebook, uh, Nolan Hawkeye Anthony and Dean Freen. And then uh, uh, also Twitter, uh, at Nolan, or excuse me, at 247Hawkeye. Uh, and without further ado, I want to introduce my partner, Dean. Dean, how are you doing, buddy? Hey, thank you. Um, I'm doing great this morning. I'm wow. really feeling pumped. I, I, I've been doing a lot of workout lately the last three weeks between yeah, weights and water weights and stuff. And, man, I feel like a new person. I really do. In what way? Well, my... I'm I'm feeling more alert. My body just feels physically changed, and I can tell my body is starting to change a little bit. And it's it just like you know, I think you said the word in a private text message that when you get in the pool and do exercises in the pool, you can get your body shredded. And I feel like my body's starting to shred a little bit, man. So <laughs> let's get let's give the people some context. Um, okay, Dean has started a new YouTube channel. We'll see. We'll see if it lasts. See if he continues do it i hope he does do you want to give out the name just yet or no it's just under my my name dean frein okay. f-r-e-i-n uh last name spelled f-r-e-i-n um yeah. dean uh when i first met you which was a, probably about two years ago ar around then mm -hmm. give or take uh, Dean uh, was in the process of making the conscious decision to drop some LBs. We've all been there. And uh, so throughout his journey, uh, he has some great tips. And I think it's a great idea, Dean, from a friend mm -hmm. to a friend. I think that many people uh, could use motive. You know, many people need to see someone else do it before they do it. And, uh, you know, from that standpoint, I think it's going to be a, a huge hit. I really do. Um, as far as the swim workout that Dean's talking about, uh, Tyler Goodson uh, had a little pool workout. And I commented something to the effect of this is the real deal. Uh, you know, people get shredded doing this. <laughs> And for context there, folks, if you don't know, I play Division I water polo. And, yes, water sports get you shredded. What was the toughest part of that, Dean, working out in the pool? Are you a natural swimmer? A lot of people from Iowa are not natural swimmers. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm not a natural swimmer. Um, actually, when I do my laps, I, I, I can't go one full length doing the regular freestyle swim. Um, I, have to, I have to mix it up. And, in, in, you know, I mix it up all the way. I do. I really do. And, and uh, that gets me through. That, that gets me through. But I, like I said, I try to do 30 minutes of a, of a, a lap swim before I actually do the um, physical workout, which is um, here. Hang on. Using these things. Oh, the yeah, yeah. The, the weights. The weights. 
yeah, these are the weights for the water. And plus, you use a, an adult-sized commercial-graded um, noodle in the water. Right, which right, I have right. over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can say that I haven't used a noodle in a long time, but the weights, um, those are phenomenal. What, what we used to use the weights and to describe them to people at home, you know, they're just, they're lighter than dumbbell weights, but, th but they float. Cause the problem with using weights in the pool is that they sink and it, and yep. it gets annoying having to mess with them. It does. It gets, it gets, it gets annoying to do that. What we would use them for is we would put them above our head and egg beat them like this. <laughs> and, and occasionally we would use like a gallon of water and you'd have to keep it above your head while the gallon of water uh, drained. Um, but what I always tell people, Dean, that, that get into the water sport is, you know, j you just got to realize what you're doing it for. Um, and if you know you're doing it to drop some weight, then, you know, anything counts, anything and everything. If you're doing it to try and become a better swimmer, then that is a progression, just like anything. You know, the more that you do it, the, the, the more that you'll be able – the longer you'll be able to swim – uh, you know, mm -hmm. folks, it's just like running. That's the fact of the matter. You know, it's just like running. You know, if you haven't ran in a long while, you're not going to be able to get outside and, and run three miles. So, um, <laughs> but uh, Dean, I'm happy for you. Uh, how much have you lost to, up till now? Do you know? Um, in three weeks, I've lost um, 5.2 pounds. I mean, that Woo! doesn't seem like a lot, but, um, but I'm also that building is. muscle as I go. Yeah. I'm toning up. So I have to keep that in <clears throat> mind that if – you know, if, if I weren't working out and I was just doing the eating, that that would um that that would be disappointing weight loss if I wasn't doing the. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, I, I that is uh, phenomenal, and yes, uh, part of the tough thing about you know weight loss, and and again, I think what you just said is the correct mindset, which is, you know, especially in men. You, you start to build up muscle. And so that becomes, it becomes difficult to gauge. Am I actually making any progress? Yes, you're making progress, you know, so it's, it's, it's all good. And again, I'm, I'm very happy at folks at home, Iowa fans, let's wish Dean good luck. And he's going to put it out there uh, on YouTube for y'all to see. And, you know, and hopefully it can be some uh, motivation for you. Um, I probably shouldn't show my email like that again. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, Dean, do you know much about the Jordan Bohannon situation or what? I just know what what's being reported. I don't know any details, you know, like, you know, what caused it. Um, I just saw the video. I'm sure it's the same video you saw. I didn't poorly. see the video. Okay. Um, check. Is there a video? Check, yes. And um, Paul we sent check it to that us. Out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Check out the, it, it's in the link that Paul sent us. He sent us a link. You and That's me right. together. Well, if it's on my phone, I won't be able to check it out, but I can find it um, on the computer. Well, oh, folks, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, folks, Jordan Bohannon, um, I, I, I believe he got punched, um, which sucks. Uh, and that's too bad. Um, you know, uh, I'm going to pull up the video. Here, here's my initial thoughts on it. Okay. 
<laughs> my initial thoughts, Dean, are that, well, I, I have a couple, but right off the bat, okay, it's, I don't, it's not like I'm saying that what the guy did is, uh, you know, uh, was a was a big time move or or anything like that. I don't con condone uh, what he did, um, and uh, you know I'm not. Jordan was probably not being perfect either, but I don't condone what he did either. So it's it's not good, and the, and it sucks that that this that this guy probably in his young twenties is probably going to be in in trouble, which may ruin the rest of his life. Which brings me to my next thought, which is, and when I heard about this, I just kept thinking to myself, man, has time changed? <laughs> because, and again, I'm not, this is not me saying that what the guy did is okay. It's not, okay? But it, when I saw this, I was just like, man, times have changed, Dean, because, you know, I remember when I was growing up, that increasingly sports was the only area uh, where uh, men or young men could become men and men could be men. And, uh, you know, and, and let, some of you guys may take that the wrong way. I don't mean it in any way, okay? But when I see th uh, this and I see Jordan, it's just like, dude, what are you doing videotaping this? I, I don't understand that. I, I really don't. And, you know, that may come off. Uh, um, I, I guess what I'm saying is, is that I don't think that it just shocked me, Dean, that a grown kid on the men's basketball team is videotaping stuff like it's world star hip hop. And it just wasn't, you know, it didn't come across as gentlemanly. It didn't come across as righteous. It didn't come across as noble uh, in any way, shape or form. And I'm not get tearing down Jordan here. I'm not. Mm -hmm. But I, I, so that's one of my thoughts is that it's increasingly difficult for guys to, to take care of stuff amongst each other by themselves. Okay. That's virtually gone. It's virtually gone. <laughs> and then the last thought that I had on it is, you know, it, it, uh, uh, it's, it sucks for this, for this guy, you know, it sucks. Uh, and you know, uh, <laughs> you, I, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Jordan's dad was like, dude, tell them you're, you're done with it. Okay. Tell them you're done with it. So I don't know, Dean, what are your thoughts? All right. Here's what I think. Here's what I think possibly could have happened. Yeah. Because everybody knows that Jordan's a little outspoken. Yes, he is. I think he and I think he and his friends were out for a few brewskis on the town on Iowa city and they're of age. Um, so I, I, I think what happened was is some drunkard in the bar recognized him and started mouthing off, you know, giving him shit, trying to provoke him. Yeah. Uh, okay. And, um, and Jordan decided that I'm going to whip my camera out because if I'm going to get in an argument with this guy, I want it on tape so people can see that it wasn't me. 
So, because otherwise, I don't believe he would be recording it if if, if um, Jordan tried to start something. And I think you got the video right there. Yeah, I do. And, and while he's talking to this guy um, or arguing with this guy, a guy from the side comes and tackles him, throws him to the ground, and somebody else comes up and just wallops a kick into him. And I think that's must probably where the head injury may have occurred. Oh, sorry about the uh, – sorry, go ahead, Dean. Sorry about the uh, sound. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, I – you can see Jordan in the back back there in the background. You can see his thing up with the camera and up there. He's got his phone up there. And, yeah, now you're seeing the fight. It's poorly done. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, so – Hold on. Yeah. It yeah, go ahead and uh, – it doesn't really seem like the guy came out of nowhere. He could see him, right? Because people are – hold on. People are – this is the first time I'm watching it, folks. And from, mm-hmm. from what I was hearing is that the guy came out of nowhere, out of nowhere, and just yeah. hit Jordan. That's what I was hearing. Yeah. And, and right now, of, that's not what it seems like. No, what it, what it looks like is the guy was standing off to his side. Yes. And Jordan was totally focused on that bigger guy that he was arguing with, and this other guy just came and tackled him. Because this is Jordan right here, and he's getting pushed back. You can see the mm-hmm. bigger guy just, like, just saying what he's saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here it is one more time. <laughs> this is good TV. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess I didn't really see him get pushed. Did you? Yeah, me? No. That's what I'm saying. And, and <laughs> folks, listen. Some of y'all are going to be like, Jordan Bohannon's a Hawkeye. How could you? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Me and Dean are truth tellers first, plain and simple. And we're going to say how we think about things. And I, I just need to watch this through one more time. Okay. I got to say, Dean, it kind of seems like it, if I'm getting it right, if that it, it kind of seems like Jordan is the one that's throwing the hard gestures, like come, you mother, you know, like that. I don't know. That's kind of what it seems like to me. Well, when I'm looking at all, I see is him. Argue, it looks like he's talking to somebody with the camera in his hand, like this. But I don't see him GMZ throwing sports. any gestures. But it's hard to tell because it's all out of focus, and this guy did a poor job of getting his camera in there. <laughs> true. True. Okay, I, I, I want to say, you know, I'll say this too. Mm-hmm. Dean's right. The, the, the camera is not good enough uh, to, you know, one way or another make a, 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 a hard decision on this. But f- from what I can see, and I haven't heard anyone's opinions, the only thing that I've heard is that the guy came out of nowhere. And to me, that, that seems to be furthest from the truth. Out of nowhere to me is when, because I have uh, had guys come up on me twice out of nowhere, legit out of nowhere, when I played for the Oakland Rebels, and I would walk in downtown Oakland with one of my teammates, okay? Out of nowhere to me is literally when you're you're not doing anything you're just minding your own business and one two or three or even four individuals out of nowhere that had nothing to do with you decide to go ahead and and do something 
That's yeah. not but what I it seems like here. Go yeah, ahead, Dean. I don't, well, no, I don't think anybody used – I think maybe people have used the term out of nowhere. <laughs> they say he was blindsided is the official yeah. – statement from the University of Iowa. And I could see that because the guy could be standing next to you, but if you're focused on another guy and you don't see that tackle coming, you know, the yeah. guy who tackled him to the ground, then yeah, he was blindsided, even though the guy was probably standing right there. <laughs> Does um, that make sense to you? Yeah, that makes sense. I, I understand what you're saying there. Um, yeah, it, it, it absolutely could be a blindside if uh, – if the person came to the side that was out of your peripheral, I totally mm -hmm. agree with that. Mm -hmm. Listen, Dean, uh, now that I've seen it, you know, um, I'm not sure if this guy should get a full-blown felony. I don't know. Um, you know, this is not the worst fight I've seen. I've seen much worse than this. This kind of mm -hmm. just seemed like a scuffle. Um, yeah. I think the, I think the person I think the person who actually tackled him to the ground will probably get off easier than the guy who came up and kicked him in the head. Oh yeah, that's not okay. If that happened, and again, there's no video. I didn't see video of that. But if that happened, if somebody did come up and kick out of nowhere, Jordan in the head, that guy is in trouble, and that I'm not okay with. I'm not okay with that. But, uh, you know, Dean, do you think that I'm on – I don't know. When I see this, I just see, like, I don't know. It's just – it seems that increasingly it's becoming hard for um, – because when I say that men are having a tough time working things out as men, what I mean is, is the natural instincts that – are God given towards men that, you know, I spent eight, well, excuse, yeah, eight years learning about in college. And Dean, I just, I don't know. I just think that there's a lot, there, there's only a few places that guys can go and kind of be guys. And, and that's maybe in martial arts, that's in sports. But, uh, you know, like football and, and basketball, but, and, and, and folks, I'm not saying that guys being guys entails, you know, always fighting. That's not what I'm saying. But uh, I don't know. It just it's it seems like the it, it's kind of closing. And uh, you know, if this was 50, excuse me, that's not a good argument. If this was 50 years ago, but the reality is, if this was any time before the 2010s, it, it probably we wouldn't even be talking about this. On a scale of one to – well, Dean, yeah, what do you think on this? Am I too far off? Am I not seeing this correctly for what it is? Um, I don't know. It, it's it's hard to judge. I mean, guys do get in scuffles. They do yes, fight. they do. It, that's, it, it that's what I'm trying I, to say. I, I mean, I can honestly say I've been in a few fisticuffs in my life. Yes. And yes. I lost them all, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever won one. <laughs> but, Amen, I also, but also in my younger days, I had a mouth kind of like um, Jordan does, and it got me in trouble a few times. Yeah. <laughs> I, learned yeah, to, yeah. I learned to temper that mouth because I didn't like getting beat up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, getting touched up does not does not sure does not feel good. So. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, 
this is why I kind of always laugh about the, uh, you know, when a guy has been playing for a couple of years and people say, you know, the senior leadership. Yeah, I guess it's something. But folks, Jordan's still a young man. It's not as though Jordan is this, you know, perfectly moral, perfectly sound, uh, you know, older guy, as you can see here. Uh, so, you know, but, but he does have experience in basketball. I will say, Dean, increasingly, I am looking around the country. Uh, I am happy about Jordan coming back as a side note. Uh, and, you know, I think that's enough there. Let's move off of that. Okay. Um, I am happy about Jordan coming back because, you know, I look at Illinois basketball. And, folks, j j uh, just a little foresight. We're going to talk about the Hawkeyes being named to the All-Big Ten team. I believe Iowa had the third uh, most guys on the All-Big Ten team for Athlon Sports. Um, and then we're going to talk about Fran McCaffrey's comments on the transfer portal here coming up, and then obviously a, a few more things. But um, – uh, by the way, here's what um, uh, 247 wrote about it. Um, University of Iowa senior, senior basketball player Jordan Bohannon was physically assaulted early Sunday morning in Iowa City. Dude, go to church. No, I'm joking. Bohannon <laughs> is recovering after receiving medical attention to treat a serious head injury. That's probably, you know, what's going to get – if the kick is true – that's probably what's going to get him in a lot of trouble. You know, a lot, a lot of people look at head injuries in a much different light than we look, you know, we used to look at. And that's, you know, that, you know, it's, it's not good. It's um, not good you. because not only that, because he, he's, he's defense, when he's down on the ground, he's yes. defenseless. Right, right, right. You cannot hit a defenseless man. You know, <laughs> I'll say, I want to say this. If, if, um, when I was growing up, Dean, Mm -hmm. I knew certain guys that were just tougher than the rest of us. And I, you know, I would say for myself, I pride myself on being, being somewhat tough, at least above average. AKA, you know, I can take some pain, but there were some guys who are just a little bit more. And, you know, I used to look at like the skull, like the, the environment we were in. And I used to think to myself, this just isn't enough. There's no way for, the, for, for them to go to kind of figure out their mindset. Uh, and I, it, nowadays, if that's, if you're somewhat, cause being my brother fought in UFC and would you, I don't know about you, Dean, but I, the guys that fight in UFC have one or two screw looses. Does that mean that we should, you know, lock them away? No. MMA has been phenomenal for them. And, you know, if you're someone who likes physicality, I've in this day and age, I fully think that you should just go to MMA so that you don't have a risk of it coming out elsewhere because this society we're living in today will just that it, it you that you just can't do it nowadays for better or for worse you just can't do it nowadays so i i think you should just do mma if that does did you know guys like that dean they weren't necessarily bad guys 
but they were just tough guys. You know, uh, did you know guys like that growing up? I did. I did. And by yeah. the way, yeah. What's by up? the way, the MMA, yeah. I love watching it. Yes. <laughs> Me the too. More that we, the more we love watching it, the more those guys are going to take their screws and unloosen them a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> too man, true, gonna, baby. You, man, you go out there and take a beating sometime, yeah. you know, you guys, you got to have a screw loose when you know you're going out there and. You know, you're not going to win every fight you go out there unless you're Conor McGregor or something. <laughs> and especially the, the toughest sports. I always say that the toughest sports are the sports where you know you're going to take in pain, you know? Yeah. And sports that are uh, examples of what I'm talking about, water polo, running, um, football to a certain extent, MMA, you know – that you are going to feel pain no matter what. That takes a tough son of a gun to do. So, yeah, if you're someone who's a little bit physical, I'm telling you, it, you know, you just got to go to MMA and uh, figure something out there because it's just in this day and age, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> I'll put it this way. Even if it's someone who is totally fine with you fighting him, just like kind of for fun. I, I don't even think you're allowed to do that now. So anyways, um, this is what it says in the article. Thankfully, Jordan is recovering well after being uh, attacked by an individual he did not see coming at him. Okay. Iowa head coach Fran McCaffrey said, we were made aware of the incident immediately. We are grateful that friends who were with Jordan at the time, kept the incident from escalating. His health is our number one concern. And he was struck outside D.C. sports bar in Iowa City. So is there anything left on this bone to talk about, Dean? I don't think so. I, yeah, I, think, I don't think know, so either. <laughs> the details will eventually come out, but, you know, the, it has to be investigated and everything. Right. And right. That that that's a that's a perfect thing. So we'll keep you updated, folks. We will keep you updated. Uh, before I move on, again, make sure to go to two four seven hawkeye.com. And folks, uh, I sent Dean the numbers recently, and they are absolutely skyrocketing. And I think part what has to do with that partly is no doubt YouTube. Uh, you know, the creation of the YouTube channel, but. Most of it is you guys, you guys sharing the content, you guys uh, you know, enjoying it, commenting on it, liking it. And for that, we are, me and Dean are very grateful. We enjoy doing this together. The NHA podcast, you can find it on 247hawkeye.com. The best place to find me and Dean is on Facebook, Nolan Hawkeye, Anthony, and Dean Frame. I'll put the link in the description. All right, Dean. Um, I was kind of getting into the Fran, uh, I was kind of getting into what Fran McCaffrey said about the transfer portal. Uh, mm -hmm. But I want to go into uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes that were named to the All Big Ten. And by the way, I also think I'm going to talk about recruiting. And uh, I believe it's June 25th is the day that the Hawkeyes are having most of their recruits on campus. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a pretty big deal. All right, Dean, uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes have 11 guys Tyler uh, on on the All Big Ten team, Tyler Goodson, Tyler Linderbaum uh, were first team. 
uh, Tory Taylor and Charlie Jones were both first team. And I got to say to you, Dean, mm-hmm. that makes me excited because truthfully, what, what really matters when these teams are so close together in talent are the little things that can make a huge difference, a.k.a. punting the football, uh, a.k.a. How, many, how much can your punt returner help your quarterback and the offense every time he receives a punt? Are you guys going to be pinned down in the 20s or in your own 20? Or are you going to get 20 to 30 yards and, and have the football starting position 30, 30 40, sometimes – on the opposing team's 40-yard line. And a great example of two games where I – three games where Iowa – uh, it was a total team effort that they won would be USC. Remember that, Dean, against yes, USC? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, you and me specifically remember that. It, you know, by the way, uh, me and Dean have a special connection with, the, with Iowa and USC – when I was growing up, uh, I hated USC because I lived in California, yeah. and they hooked up on my Iowa Hawkeyes in the what was it, two thousand five or uh, two thousand five, I believe, Orange Bowl. And so I've always disliked uh, USC. I, you know, I'm not sure. Do you actually like USC a little bit? I, I don't remember. Um, a little, just a little, just a little, because. Um, I used to go to the USC games with my friend who was a USC fan when yeah. I lived in California the first time, back in the late 80s, early 90s. And so... Um, How were those games? I will tell you what. There have been times when I was going to those games um, that I would wake up in the middle of the night with a stupid USC marching band <laughs> song going in my head because every time... They'd make a first down or make a, a score or something. That band would go nuts, and they had that same song they were playing over and over. And it's just like, come Their on. Their songs are pretty catchy. How is yeah. this, but from from what I've heard, uh, the USC games are, are pretty sweet. You know, uh, so if I were you, Dean, I'd be taking taking advantage of that all day long. I, if I were you, <laughs> I'd be going to Clipper games. I'd be going to LA Galaxy games. I, Dean, you have everything over there. I, I would be taking advantage of it because uh, you don't have some stuff to go to in the Northern California up there. Not much. The, the, you got the Kings right there in your hometown. That's nothing. <laughs> the Kings compared to what? The Lakers? Are you joking? Uh, for, folks, Sacramento is the capital of California, which is where I live. It is eight hours away. Well, give or take. From where Dean lives, which is close to Los Angeles, uh, it's not close. Sacramento, uh, we are getting an MLS team. I think. I think that's going to work out. But all we have is uh, the Sacramento Kings. Whereas Dean is just flustered with you know some of the best talent in the world, uh, which which is great. And it's hard for me to get out there, Dean. I mean, that's eight. That's mm-hmm. an eight-hour drive. Maybe it's worth it. I don't know. But what do you – I mean, am I uh, – the USC game comes to mind for, for uh, the punting and the kick return. Iowa mm-hmm. State last year, and then 
uh, Wisconsin this year or this past season. Mm -hmm. uh, those games, uh, if you remember, um, gosh darn it, the, the corner, Terry Roberts is the one who came up with the fumble uh, when Iowa State got the ball back with a chance to beat the Hawkeyes with about two minutes left, and that ended the game. Those mm -hmm. things matter. You know, they, they matter a lot. And so, you know, when I think about Iowa versus Iowa State and some of these other teams, uh, I'm not going to lie, Dean, part of my excited uh, feeling with the Iowa Hawkeyes has to do with their talent in some of the peripheral spots, such as punt returner, punter, even kicker. I feel good about the kicker position and Caleb Shudot. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Tory Taylor, um, he's going to pin some teams back. Yes. Um, but, you know, the thing is, is he's working on switching over to traditional punting. I kind of wish he wouldn't. I kind of like the way he did it last year. And would, also would he do the hard. rollout? Would he do the rollout kick where you roll? I can't remember what he did. Yeah, kind of like kind of like okay. the rugby style kick. Oh, okay. And and he still get it pretty deep. But what I liked about the way he did it was is that ball would be hard to handle. Yes. And you know we we actually got some recoveries that I think if I remember correctly, you're right. Based on the fact that they were uh, hard to handle and. A lot of times the guys would just have to step away and let that ball roll a little more for Iowa, but that's okay. Tory's going to um, do traditional, um, learn to do some traditional punting, and I'm sure we're going to see some of that. But um, well, I don't if he can do both, that'd be great. No, that would be great because then he can time it where he can do it. Um, yeah. The thing is, is because he he's not a traditional punter. Yeah, I, I don't know that his traditional punts will be that great. You know what I mean? Yeah, we I'm might with not you on see that. the we might not see the 45 yards of kick that he did this past season. You know, it's it's interesting. You're absolutely right. Uh, I think it will be tough for him to be an excellent just you know just boom and then kick type of guy. Mm -hmm. Traditional. I, I you know for me, Dean, I remember when the rollout rugby kick was first introduced into college football. You know, it was about. I would say the late 2000s, like 2008. And, you know, I, I think there's benefits to both. You know, with the mm -hmm. rugby style kick, you have a much better chance. Uh, well, one, it ha it, 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 there's a lot of times that it has an excellent chance of going very far because of the bounce. Mm -hmm. And then also it has an excellent chance of hitting someone on the ground and being tough for the punt returner to hand punt returner, yeah. Well, kickoff wouldn't really do it, but the punt returner to handle it. The negative mm -hmm. is there's not as much airtime, and mm -hmm. people like the airtime. So you know, I think it's 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 a give and take. Which one do you prefer, Dean? I I right now I prefer the um I figure I like the rugby style because I think it's gonna I think it's gonna create more more excitement for Iowa. Um, now that being said. There is something to be said about the traditional pump and, like you said, the airtime and, you know, and the guys going to fair catch our ball. Yeah. Fair catch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, and I hate that rule on the kickoffs that you yeah. can fair catch it behind the 20-yard line and they're going to move the ball to the 25 anyway. That bothers you me. Know? That really does. <laughs> it, because some of the uh, – 
some of the coolest parts of football are the niche uh, rules, such as pinning your opponent inside the 20. You know, that gives a lot of momentum. I think football is making a mistake getting rid of some of these rules. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Did you know, Dean, that mm-hmm. I think it was like five, I counted five of like the top seven or eight punters in last year's class from high school are mm-hmm. all from that Australian punter school. Did you know that? That doesn't surprise me. I, no, I did not know, but it doesn't surprise me because our last, two punters, our last two punters came from Australia. <laughs> right, that's true. Well, one of them, in fairness, uh, you know, was um, a transfer. So, you know, so um, it wasn't, per, you know, perfect. But it's just, to me, it is crazy, Dean, how much mm-hmm. success uh, they are having at that school. I was going to pull up. Uh, the punters real quick, you know, on a side note, Tory Taylor, you know, I, I honestly, Dean, if he has an excellent neck this season, uh, he's old enough to go to the NFL. I think he'll have an excellent shot of, of going to the NFL. If, if he has another excellent season um, outside of that folks uh, outside the first team uh, on the second team, Iowa had Cody Ince which is it somewhat surprised me because I don't really know a lot about Cody Ince. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he did decent last year in a couple of games. I, I trust the Iowa coaching staff saying they're high on him. I trust that. I do. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's always funny to me when you have higher rated guys in, in a recruiting class that, that – don't uh, produce as quickly or, or even as good. And then you have a guy like Cody Ince, whose main top offer was Iowa. And it just shows how strong Iowa's talent evaluation is, you know, that they can see what type of guy they need better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And they do it a lot, folks. It's not as though, they do it every now and again. Iowa does it consistently every year. They find up to three guys that no one else really noticed. Okay, now, what's that? Okay, now, before you move on, so, I want to point out something on the second team offense. Talk to me. Okay. Okay. When was the last time you saw an Ohio State quarterback second team offense? They're usually the first team offense. True. Quarterback. True. You know? True. Okay. Next thing is, is we be, we've been saying that Wisconsin doesn't have a running game, that they don't have a true running back anymore. Yeah. He's second. This Jalen Berger for Wisconsin is second team. <laughs> so do, do they have this guy? Is this guy a running back? No, I mean, no. is he going to Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what I have been saying is that <laughs> I, I, I have always said that when Iowa's running game is equal and sometimes slightly better, than Wisconsin or Penn State. In particular, they're running back talent. So when you measure mm-hmm. Tyler Goodson to Jalen Berger, where how do they measure up? Recently, Wisconsin has had that edge. Now mm-hmm. I would give Iowa slightly that edge. And, and we're going to talk about uh, Tyler Goodson. Matter of fact, we're going to talk about him now. But, <laughs> uh, you know, Dean uh, – 
I, I don't think I ever said that Wisconsin's running game is not good. I am surprised that the guy is second team when I ain't ever heard of this guy before. I don't even know who I this know. guy is. That's true. And something else I wanted to point out, one more thing. Talk to me. Wide receiver David Bell. Yeah, should be first is, team. It should be a first team. Yeah. I mean, he was considered first team all Big Ten last year. And what does that say about the two receivers they picked for first team? That they must be outstanding or they're expecting a lot out of these guys. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, n- number one, these, uh, uh, all, you know, all big whatever teams are not perfect. Um, but you know, it, it, it doesn't really surprise me that Ohio state guys are up there, you know? Um, I, but I'm not going to lie. David Bell to me is by far the best, uh, wide receiver in the big 10. I don't, in my eyes, it's not even close. He is the guy. So that is, that is somewhat shocking folks real quick on Tyler Goodson. And, uh, and then, you know, I want your take on this Dean. I, folks, there's a video, and you know what? Maybe I'll give it some love here, uh, see if I can pull it up for a second. There's a video of Tyler Goodson working out, uh, doing his pool workout, which me and Dean talked about at the beginning of the show, and it's just incredible. I, Dean, I feel as good now uh, with Tyler Goodson than I felt before. You know, this guy is dedicated. Let me tell you something, folks. I think a lot of people tend to think that uh, uh, when guys come out of high school that, you know, all things are equal and this and that. It's it's not. There is a difference between a guy like Tyler Goodson who literally brings his trainer down with him to get in extra work outside of the rigorous work that Iowa already gives him which is hours on the field and a tremendous strength and conditioning program. Tremendous. I want you to, Hey, yeah, before you go, I was going to say, I was going to have you run that second video down where he does his footwork. I want people to see. Yeah. Let's see how that. Fast his feet move. They move yeah. fast. You know, uh, he's not a traditional runner. You know, he doesn't have the prettiest uh, running form, but uh, he is explosive. Look at that. Jeez. And then you can see this guy so much slower. (laughs) Speed kills, folks. Speed kills, even in water polo. (laughs) Look at that. No, seriously, Dean. um, In in water polo, if there's – if guy – if two guys are – well, actually, if one guy is slightly better but the other guy is faster at swimming – that a lot of American coaches, maybe not everybody, but American coaches will choose the guy that is a faster swimmer because America likes speed. That's not like, yeah. that's not how it is everywhere, but American coaches like speed, baby. So yeah, <laughs> uh, Tyler Goodson, uh, he, folks, from my own experience, I'm telling you, he is a step above. And it, it, it's awesome to see. It's awesome to see his quiet confidence. It's awesome to see the closeness he has with his family. It's awesome to see, uh, you know, behind the curtain, how amazing Iowa City is. It's awesome to see how amazing the program is. That's, you know, all of his videos, Dean, really show that. It shows 
you know, it's awesome to see he's got, you know, uh, a, a pretty honey and his, you know, I think is his girlfriend, you know, he's killing it down there. And it makes me happy f- for Iowa. And it makes me excited that Iowa has it in my eyes, the workhorse back to take them home when other things aren't working. That's my thoughts, Dean. What are your thoughts? Absolutely. <laughs> Amen, um, brother. I got, he's got such great family support and yeah, I, just, does. I just love the way his parents come on and show support, not only for him, but for his two, two younger brothers. And uh, for the Iowa teammates. Brother, huh? I said, and, and for the Iowa teammates, they show a lot yeah. of love to them too. Yeah. And not only that, did you know his younger brother's going to Michigan this year? What? No, yeah. I didn't know his that. Young, his youngest brother's gone to Michigan, but Why not as that? a football player. Not as a football player. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He's just going there to go to school there. there. He, yeah. I said, I, I, I told his mom on when she announced that, I said, boy, that's going to make for some interesting Iowa versus Michigan game day <laughs> things. And she said, yes, it will. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy, you know. And it makes you happy, uh, too, when you can see families, you know, like I'll give an example, Dean, LeVar or uh, what is it? LeVar or no, LeVar, LaMelo Ball or his dad. Okay. Say which one his dad, but he raised two NBA players, two first round NBA players, two lottery players. And three, high, well, two, well, all of them went to college. And it's, you know, say what you will, but that is impressive. And it makes me happy to see people have that kind of success. Success, you know, uh, gets me going. So, folks, I'm, I'm all behind Tyler Goodson. I am completely uh, – I think Tyler Goodson is going to be phenomenal this year. Somebody asked me why – uh, uh, if I could do a way too early Iowa versus Iowa State pick. And listen, folks, what I said is that I don't think – I think Iowa is better than people realize uh, all around, and I don't think Iowa State is as good as people think. So we'll see if that comes to fruition. Now, it is way too early for me to have the prediction, uh, but uh, we shall see. All right, continuing with the Athlon Sports, let's just pump this out here. Uh, okay. The other guys, uh, Zach Van Vilkenberg was on second-team defense. Matt Hankins made second-team defense. Jack Kerner on uh, second-team defense. And then uh, what else did we have here? Third-team Sam team Laporte offense. on third. That kind of surprised me, Dean. Sam Laporte on, on uh, third-team. I think he's, you know, first or second-team. But, you know uh, – I got a prediction for you. Go. He might be he might be third team with Athlon Sport to start the season. He will be first team tight end when the season's over. I'm with you 100. percent And you know what? At the end of the day, that's what matters more. Where you finish is where you finish. I don't know what's going on here. Um, what do you got? <laughs> oh, there we go. Is where you finish, baby. So that's that's what matters. Um, yeah. And then uh, Jack Campbell's on third team. Uh, I was surprised that Seth Benson wasn't on, on first, second or third or 14. That kind of surprised me. Um, Riley Moss was on third team. And then I think Iowa had a few more guys here. Uh, fourth yeah. team. No, that's it. It looks yeah. like they gave some love to some Rutgers guys. 
and some Nebraska guys just to give them some love, you know, uh, because <laughs> this is the this is the day and age where everybody gets a trophy. So there you go, Nebraska. You're getting a little trophy for what it's worth. Um, Iowa had eleven all Big Ten players. Uh, Indiana had ten. Ohio State had thirteen. Penn State had ten, and Wisconsin had eleven. So Iowa was second, two behind Ohio State. And quite frankly, I think easily Dane Belton and Seth Benson could both be on the All-Big Ten team, which shows, and Tyrone Tracy, that wouldn't surprise me either if he was third or fourth team, shows how talented this Iowa team is. Don't you think, Dean? Absolutely. You know, um, some of the guys that were kind of left off, Seth Benson, um, Tyrone Tracy, those guys' names will be up there at the end yes. of the year. Yes. I mean, I, I don't know why they're not there now. I guess these people must be more proven so far. I don't know. Some of these guys I've never even heard of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me either, my friend. Uh, maybe it's because, um, you know, last season, uh, you know, some guys didn't play as much. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, I am kind of surprised some of the guys – um, oh, okay. I, I was looking up, Dean, Iowa basketball, because we're going to uh, talk about Fran uh, McCaffrey's comments here mm -hmm. uh, for the uh, uh, transfer portal. And there's an article that says satire, Fran McCaffrey forces Connor McCaffrey into transfer portal. <laughs> I love that. Boy, yeah, I when I first saw that, I knew that was wrong. <laughs> Uh, are you now? You know, since we organically came up um, on uh, Connor McCaffrey, what, are you surprised that he's going to finish his fourth year at Iowa? Um, yeah, kind of. I thought maybe he would just because you know he's a, supposed to be a better baseball player yeah. and. And I think he's just had one season of baseball in all the years that he's been with Iowa so far. Yeah. Um, it, my thought is, is that he was going to actually, I thought he would, and I predicted it. It sounds like I'm going to be wrong. That <laughs> once he got his hips all mended up and fixed and everything. You, that you he did would say be, that, yeah. Yeah, that he would be just focusing on baseball to finish out his career. And um, apparently I'm wrong, but apparently, you know, dad needs him back because, you know, he's losing too many guys this year. True. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, it's it's very true. Uh, you know, I'll say I'm a little bit surprised, too. I'm I'm, I'm not going to uh, leave Dean hanging there. Uh, I am surprised because he is a better football player or football. <laughs> he's, a better, <laughs> <laughs> he's a better baseball player. Um, and you know, Iowa, Iowa was, listen, for everything that I've said about Connor, Iowa usually is a little bit better with him. Um, but Dean, it's, if there was a team that he could have left and people would have been like, okay, you know, it is what it is. It was this past year's team. And so when he was on that team, I, I said to myself then, that I think he's in it for the long haul. And, you know, for what it's worth, you know, um, he is a coach's son. And so there is loyalty there. There's love there. There's support. And uh, so so from that part, 
it, it doesn't necessarily uh, surprise me. Uh, but if, if I were to guess, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, I would have said uh, that, you know, he was only going to play one or two years and then he was going to be gone. You know, uh, mm-hmm. if I didn't say that, I'd be lying. By the way, uh, while I'm pulling up this article, um, Iowa, who, um, Iowa hires a, uh, a new director uh, of football recruiting, uh, which is, uh, quite frankly, a, 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 a nice big role. Um, I'm pulling up his name right now. Uh, Dean, Jason what are your Mason. Thoughts? What's his name? I think it's Jason Mason. Jason um, Mason. What do you think, Dean? Yeah. Oh, I think it's a great hire. And by the way, it's not recruiting. It's it's player development. Player development. Thank you. Thank you for that correction. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy that um, people are going to go to when they're having issues or feeling lonely or and things like that. He's the one that's going to make these guys hopefully feel better on campus. And the fact that he is a man of color, I absolutely love that. Um, I think they I think the director a of player PLC? development needs yeah, needs to be a man of color because in all in all honesty, all honesty, these guys need to be, make make them feel like that Iowa will take care of them. We can't have what happened last summer at all. And we need these guys. We need we need somebody they can feel comfortable with venting with their issues and stuff like that so that we don't lose any more of these guys. Well, uh, I'm on the complete other side. I think it's uh, it's a strong hire. Uh, because he he played uh, college football, um, you know I've worked in case management, and one thing I you know I've learned is that uh, you know maybe um, maybe certain things like your color may get you in the door for things, but at the end mm-hmm. of the day, people are comfortable with you based on you uh, mm-hmm. and, and the things that uh, you help them with and things like that. Um, and you know, Dean, it, if it turns out that the allegations are not true to me, it bothers me if we are going to reward lying and bad behavior with something just to appease a small group that I, I that does not sit mm-hmm. well with me because you're rewarding a lie. Now I'm not saying it's a lie. I'm not saying that right now. Okay. But if it turns out that the allegations were just no more than than rumors and hearsay, then if we did that, it, in my eyes, it wouldn't be good. And then, you know, the la- my, uh, my last thought on that is that football is a meritocracy and it will not help pe- uh, blacks or any uh, people of any color if we start hiring based off of, well, we need this person's color as opposed to hiring talent. It's, it's not going to work. So, um, Th- those are uh, my thoughts uh, on it, and uh, uh, you know maybe it's controversial, but at at the end of the day, I am excited that Iowa hired him. I think he's talented, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's going to help Iowa really well. I think Sam Brinks did a phenomenal job, uh, and uh, wasn't uh, wasn't Iowa um, Iowa's. Uh, or excuse me, uh, Kirk Ferentz's uh, daughter's son wasn't he the coach of player development? I can't, I can't remember, Dean. It was Broderick Benz. Oh, that's right, Broderick Benz, and then it was uh, Sam Brinks. That that's right. Yeah, that is and they moved, And Broderick was. Um, they had moved him away from that last year. There was an interim person that was handling it this year. Right. 
So, um, so I don't know how they feel about that. I just want to say one thing about yeah, Jason. go for it. Um, I did not realize that he that he was the backup quarterback because I don't remember him. But <laughs> yeah, he was the backup either. quarterback to Drew Tate, and he actually, when Drew Tate missed a game, he actually started and won a game for Iowa. <laughs> what? what? For, who who they play? Um. I for, I forget it's in the article of, of uh on his hire. It was at I get two I think two four seven. Um so well, I think it was the two four seven sports I think wrote the article and I think they pointed out that he actually started one game and actually won it, even though he threw four interceptions that game. Oh, I know what it was. Syracuse. It was the Syracuse. Oh, game. Syracuse, okay. You remember that game where we won it in overtime and had to have a, a, a four-down goal line stand to win that game? I was actually uh, at a game, but you're, I do remember specifically that game. It was game, uh, and you know that's pretty cool that he won that game. Those those are your favorite type of games. Uh, that one, um, Dean. I'm having a hard time uh, finding the exact article, but really, what I wanted to talk about. Uh, and, and I can't find uh, his comment, but but Fran McCaffrey said something under uh, these lines with the transfer portal. He said that that basically this is how things are. Uh, and if that's how things are going to be, then he that's how they are going to move forward. And he said that, uh, you know, you uh, you don't build teams anymore. Uh, you are trying to hold teams together and you're recruiting teams. And I just thought that that was incredibly interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, on one side, you know, I'm thinking in my head, well, you, you should have realized this sooner, Fran, because it's been this way for a couple of years now, not just this year, a couple of years. But on the other, I'm happy regardless that he has it. And I brought up uh, early in the show, Illinois, folks, Illinois has lost – Half its roster, not just uh, not just players, but coaches moving elsewhere. And, it, you know, Dean, it is shocking to me because Iowa in both football and basketball are just anomalies. They are complete and utter anomalies. This is not how the rest of the country works when it comes to uh, holding teams together and you know and the funny thing is uh when um when uh, uh i when tim polisek decided to move on and and uh as well as Derek foster a lot of us were like is something wrong is there an issue there when in reality those guys had been in iowa for a couple of years four four or five years which is longer than most people stay anywhere and they, you know, both went to better jobs. Um, as far as Iowa goes and Fran McCaffrey, it is sad to me that for, for a coach, he has to come to the realization that in the world of college basketball, building a team which takes careful consideration, it takes planning out. Because you look at the players that you have, you look at the talent you have, and you make plans to get better. Most schools have to do that because most schools are not blue bloods. Now, you can't do that because 
by the second year, Dean, 50, 75% of your roster is gone. It's done. It's blown up. Mm -hmm. And CJ Frederick was an, you know, that was just, I think that was the biggest thing for Fran McCaffrey to say, this is it. You know, I, okay, I get it now. Things are different. So I thought that his comments were, were very, very interesting concerning teams, uh, you know, not, be, not being able to build a program. What did you think about right. his comments, Dean? Um, absolutely right. Um, I think the transfer portal should be used to enhance what you already have. Yes. You know, put it, use it for your missing pieces <laughs> that you, you need. I don't think teams should be building teams based off the transfer portal. Uh, a la Nebraska this year and Iowa State coming up, they um, pretty much dwelled into the uh, transfer portal and rebuilt their whole teams around the transfer portal. You know, and, and it's like you ever feel like when you watch a Nebraska or Iowa State play that you're never watching the same players year in and year out because you yes. might get them for one, maybe two years, and then they're gone. <laughs> they're gone. You know? Yeah, at least with Iowa, most of our players are, are, are three to four year players. And and, you know, we get to know them a little bit, you know, or in Jordan's case, six year player. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and that's another thing. You brought up another uh, angle to this. And, and uh, we're at an hour and one minute. Be sure to go to 247hawkeye.com. Uh, follow uh, me on YouTube, Nolan Hawkeye Anthony. Share, like, and comment the NHA podcast. It is growing like gangbusters. Uh, and we are very, very grateful for you uh, for you guys, uh, all of you guys who enjoy the show and, and talk to us and, and uh, all, all of those things. We may get, um, you know, I may bring back the phone thing. Uh, it's not like I had a bad thing with it. Um, but, you know, I just, I don't know, I need the confidence to, to go that route. I do think that me and Dean are going to uh, do Facebook Live because one thing that I do enjoy is being able to record a video and have people commenting and me and, and Dean be able to react to that in real time and say, you know, mm -hmm. um, and in other places, you know, if a podcast becomes big enough, People literally pay to be able to comment. And I think that that is the next step uh, toward, I'm not saying that we're big enough for that, but, uh, well, maybe, I don't know. But uh, th that is how people, that is how all the channels do things. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so I think, you know, uh, we might do that. Haven't fully decided yet, but if we do, we'll be more than capable of doing it. And, uh, I, you know, I'm excited. Um and by the way, if you want to help out the show, doesn't you know? In my eyes, I'll say this: it doesn't really. Uh, um, uh, it's not a big deal, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. Uh, if you want to support the show, we have a PayPal uh, uh, link on on the bottom of the screen. I'll put the link in the description. Um, with the recruiting, Dean, with uh, when guys are constantly leaving, and you know that I always say that I'm an Iowa fan more than the players' fans. But the mm -hmm. fact of the matter is when guys stay at a school, it makes it better for fans to say, I like that guy. I love that he stayed at, you know, Iowa for three, four years. That's why people love Javo. He And mm -hmm. he's a good player. But he's been at Iowa for six years. <laughs> that allows fans to, to, to rejoice around that, that individual. 
And quite frankly, that's one of the reasons I think it's a massive mistake when guys decide to transfer because that type of love, they will never get. But when you stay at a school and finish it out, you get that love. Luca Garza, he's set for life. If, NBA, if the NBA doesn't work out, he is set for life. Jordan, he's set for life. That's just how it goes. What are your thoughts on that, Dean? Perfectly good. Um, they are. Um, Luca is yeah. set for life no matter what he does. Yeah. he's Whether he goes um, NBA, Gatorade League, um, or overseas, yeah, oh, he's, he's set. set. He's set no matter what. Um, Jordan is going to be set in a different way. I don't see right. Jordan playing pro. I mean, I know that Jordan kind of has his eyes on the Gatorade League, um, but we'll see yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, I know I call it the Gatorade League. That's what it <laughs> used to be. <laughs> but he is set when it comes to having relationships uh, mm-hmm. with people from Iowa. And the reality is when it comes to any job, Jordan just says his name and, you know, he'll have a leg up. And that's yeah. how America works, kids. And that's all good. I'm okay with that, you know. Jordan uh, Bohannon might be the go- next governor of – no, he won't be the next. But <laughs> no, I don't see a political, that, Dean. Yeah. I see a political career for him. I don't know how, how it will be, but um, he just seems to be a very a very big activist, um, activist. Yeah. And, you know, and just his mentality is I wouldn't mind seeing him get into politics. I really wouldn't. Um, yeah, but we'll um, see if that ever happens. But, well, um, D- uh, Dean is already campaigning for him, folks. Uh, <laughs> I'll move back to Iowa if he ever becomes governor of Iowa. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not going to happen no matter who's the governor of Iowa. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, no. Uh, on a side note, I, you know, I think the state of Iowa is doing pretty good right now. And, uh, you know, with sports and, and, and uh, all of it, which, by the way, I, you know, I told you we were going to talk about this, Dean, but obviously when the show gets going, you know, you, uh, things get forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, a year removed from, or almost a year, from the Big Ten deciding to cancel the season. And I got to say, Dean, had that season not happened, it would have been catastrophic. And I am so pleased and happy that that I, uh, you know, said my two cents. I don't know how much it mattered. Probably not at all. But I, you know, put out my opinion. You put out your opinion. Uh-huh. And the season happened. And, and what's even better news is that the stats I was, you know, me and Dean were putting out came to fruition, a.k.a. young people are, you know, are virtually – just fine with the COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, you look at across all the leagues, Dean, I don't think – I'm hard-pressed to even name one guy who even had COVID, let alone right. has been in trouble. Go ahead. Oh, no, and, and I, I think we're not going to know exactly who had COVID unless that person makes it known himself. Oh, yeah, that's because true. Of, because of HIPAA privacy laws. Yeah. But – I think, honestly, I think the Big Ten, I'm glad that they played. Iowa got in their eight oh, regular yeah. season games. The only team in the Big Ten, I think, to do that, yes. get all eight regular season in. Unfortunately, we didn't get our bowl game in or our bonus game in. But um, but I think that's because the rules in the Big Ten 
this year for the protocols for um, the COVID yeah. were too, too strict. Way too strict. The Big 12, the SEC, ACC, Pac-12, well, the Pac-12, they got started later. I won't even go into them. Yeah. Um, but they didn't have those kind of issues. Be, you know, they might have had to have a team set out, but they were back next week. Yeah. Where in, where in this case, you know, Wisconsin was forced to sit three weeks. Yeah. Um, Michigan, I don't think, played its last three games, including the Iowa game. Mm. Um, and Iowa Wrestling wasn't even able to finish their last two meets, you know, because things were so strict. Right. And so I think Big Ten, I mean, safety concerns, but um, let's face it, it didn't affect the other conferences, you know, safety-wise. Absolutely right. And and I just think they made a huge mistake. And ultimately, it cost Iowa their last two games. Well, no, it Iowa did, was right. ready to play the, the um, bowl game. It was Missouri that screwed up by letting their players go home for the holiday. Yeah, okay, fair enough. You're, you're right about that. Um, <laughs> Dean, I, I think that was beautifully said. Um, by the way, um, I'm not calling for anybody's job. But uh, what's his name? I think, what is it? Ke uh, Kevin, um, who's the uh, big ten? Huh? Kevin Ward? Yeah, Kevin Warren. I got to say, folks, um, anyways, I'm, listen, I'm not calling for jobs, but he almost made a catastrophic mistake, and he would have made that mistake had other people not come into play and say, dude, listen. Let's get away from the political stuff and let's try and make a solution here. But moving off of Kevin Warren, who, who cares? Um, <laughs> the SEC and the Big 12 deserve, you know, an applause. And Ohio State and Iowa and Nebraska deserve an applause because they came forward and they said, we feel strong about the evidence we have. We feel strong – uh, strongly uh, in our uh, convictions, and we are going to move forward. We're not going to be sheep here. You know, you do what you want to do, Big Ten and Pac-12, but we are going to do what we need to do, and the ACC for that matter. The mm -hmm. ACC played as well. So congratulations to them. Um, that was, uh, you know, in my eyes, that was absolutely amazing. And, you know, uh, I'm I'm happy about it. On a different note, a year later, I'm excited about Kinnick Stadium. I think it's going to be wide open, Dean, and I think it's going to be sold out. What do you think? Absolutely. Um, it sounds like we're going to go full capacity. A lot of other stadiums in the Big Ten are going full capacity. So um, if as long as the protocols in the state of Iowa allow them to go full capacity, we're going to see 69,000 people in the stands this fall. Woo! Woo! You know, I'm getting goosebumps <laughs> right now, baby. I, I really am. Uh, yeah. I'm getting really excited about that. Dean, are, aren't you trying to go to a game? Yes. Um, October 13th is the home game against Purdue. Um, I'm hoping that time-wise things work out that I can do both the game and the um, class reunion I'm going to. Um, so the class reunion will be in the evening. So I would almost need the Purdue game to be a, a 11 o'clock game so that I could get over the game and get up to Waterloo. It's a two hour drive from Iowa city to Waterloo. Yeah. And so I would need to get over with so I could at least get to, you know, the beginning or at least shortly after the class reunion starts so I could make my grand entrance. 
Um, <laughs> my grand entrance. That's funny. Um, yeah. Well, Dean, I'll say this. You know, you're in a good position to flash a lot of stuff. You know, it's, I'm being serious, mm -hmm. you know. So mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> um, I got to say, Dean, I'm not sure I would go to a reunion. You know, um, had a lot of friends. Uh, in different sectors, you know, water polo was kind of nerdy and dorky. Mm -hmm. Basketball was more jock. And, you know, I was friends with both. Uh, you know, I was nominated uh, for homecoming uh, king or whatever. I didn't win. But, um, you know, so I, I had a good thing. But um, give me the reason why you go back. Why, why do you go back to one of those? Things? I just I just enjoy our, our school was not so big. There was yeah. like 275 in our graduating class. So, wow. I mean, I, I suppose that's a lot by some standards, but not by other standards. By the way, that whole school only has about 275 people in the entire school now. So that what? things have changed since that. Yes. Wow. So the it's whole school is the same size as your class. Yeah. It's, um, they, they've changed a lot. It was a Catholic high school, um, Waterloo, Columbus. Yeah, um, that's back in the day when we were big enough. We would play Dowling and Wallert. Uh, out oh of yeah, view, you um, know. Yeah, um, Iowa, we, the state we, of Iowa has a lot of private schools. They do. Um, they used to have Regis. I, our biggest rivalry was with Regis of Cedar Rapids, but um, so, but I go back because I enjoy talking to my friends. Um, that's good. Yeah, my, I like my that. old friends, my old classmates, because it's the only time I get to see them. I get to see them on Facebook every now and then. And some of them, you know, even though they have Facebook accounts, they're not active on Facebook. Yeah. Every now and then I'll, oh, so and so like your uh, picture. And I go, dang, he must be, <laughs> he must be feeling it today. He's on yeah. Facebook because he's, he's really feeling my picture. <laughs> <laughs> I go, what's your comment? Um, no, and I think one of the best guys that I keep in contact with, but he's not from my high school class, he's from my, college graduating class he's a former sheriff and um own, former owner of hall's photography in um marion iowa is yeah. um he's a good college guy to me he still calls me by my nickname on here um so you'll see mick so if you mick. see a guy by the name of mike calling me mick that's i'm gonna I'm be calling about. you mick now you yeah. shouldn't have told but, me yeah but we uh but you know he and i have reminisced a little bit about yeah. our times in college because you know, They're he and best. I, he and I, along with a couple other guys, we caused our little bit of trouble in high school. <laughs> yeah, not high school, They're the but best college. Times. So, yeah, I wish we, I wish we could have a class reunion with that class because I wouldn't need to be the whole class. Just the four of us getting back together would be fantastic. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, that you're you're totally right about that. I I agree with that. You know, if it could just be your uh, group, it you could just you know it that that would be worth mm -hmm. it. Um. You know, it seems to me that the best time to be alive as, as uh, you know, a man is in the early 20s and your age, Dean. That's when it seems the best time to be a man. Would you agree now that you've been 20 and you're your age now? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I you're mean. tired. You're living life, baby. Yeah. I mean. I'm okay. I'm, I'm gonna turn sixty. I'm gonna turn sixty-five on Friday. Yeah. So I'm officially old as of Friday. Uh, <laughs> you look good, though. Yeah, thank you. But I think like the the sixty-five now is like the new forty-five. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I know when I was 45, if I looked at a 65-year-old man, he looked like he was about ready for the grave. And no doubt, because of smoking <laughs> cigarettes and, uh, you know, yeah. uh, you, you know, uh, people, I think, I think what we're going to see is we're going to see a good amount of people because of the, the intake of taking care of your body. You're going to see a mm -hmm. good chunk of people live to like 120, like 110, maybe around there. Uh, you know, hundreds would be good. Uh, and then I think you're also going to see um, uh, uh, actually that, the, the, you know, the average limit go down because there are some things in our society that people gravitate towards. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. people are still smoking now more than ever. They're, people are drinking now more than ever. So, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, Dean, you look good. And, uh, you know, when I think of my life, I think, you know, I got a hundred years at the least. So let's, you know, yeah. we'll go there. Well, um, yeah, go ahead. Let me point out too What's up? that uh, when I became of age, 18 was the legal drinking age. Yeah. Um, and also Vietnam War was done and over with. So we didn't have, my, gener my generation who graduated with me didn't have to worry about the Vietnam War. Um we didn't have to deal with it. And so we, we weren't really the hippies and the, the make love people sure. in San Francisco yeah. and all that. Um, I, I, I like my generation. I, I really do. I mean, we, we're probably among the last generation not to experience growing up with computers and cell yeah. phones and yeah, you know, um, actually, no, my, my daughter's generation didn't grow up with those when they were kids. I'm sorry. Right. We didn't. Right. There were computers, personal computers, and cell phones and stuff like that. So because I'm 26, I'm 26, and uh, when I was about eight, nine, and ten, not everybody had full blown computers like they do mm -hmm. now. Yeah, and that's just it. And um, so, yeah, my I, I would say my daughters who are going to turn 40 this year, my twin daughters, um, they are the very last generation not to have this. But they were also the first to embrace the embrace the new stuff. Right, 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 right. Okay, totally true. Um, you know, uh, yeah, it's it. Uh, what they always say, you know, the saying, "Hard times make good men," and that like that mm -hmm. saying. Well, that's what it seems like for your generation because you know it was a hard time with the Vietnam War. So you know, your parents made made good strong men there. So uh, you know, and I. I know you personally, I know my grandfather and you personally, and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, my dad's 50 years old and, uh, you know, just, just great, great men. And so, uh, you know, uh, for me, and, and this is advice to anybody that's around my age, for me, I have always tried to find people, whether it's, uh, you know, through social media or, you know, in person, uh, that, uh, have something to offer that is positive, whether that's a mentorship, uh, you know, intelligence, whatever that is. Uh, and also I like to surround myself with, with positive people. And, uh, you know, that's, I think that that's a good thing to do. And so, you know, for me, I thank God that I have, you know, some, some great, uh, people in my life. I want to end with here, uh, with here, Dean. And I think that was a mm. cool little segment right there. It was. Um, but, uh, Real quick, with, with, with Iowa football and uh, – well, hold on here. Where are we at? Well, real quick, I do want to say 
that there were five Iowa Hawkeyes that were named top five in their position groups. And, uh, oh, here we go with the, uh, I want to just here talk about the recruiting real quick. And then um, there was a poll I was going to go over uh, which Iowa Hawkeyes were going to get drafted, uh, but, but we'll skip that. Um, folks, real quick with, the, with Iowa Hawkeye recruiting, uh, June 25th is the date that a lot of, you know, I think that is the date. And the way that I'm seeing it is that Iowa is basically putting the 25th down and they're saying, you know, listen, uh, th- that's, that's what we're going with. And uh, I think you're going to see Iowa have about 10, maybe even, you know, between 10 and 15 guys com- uh, committed by June 15, or excuse me, June 25th, which is exciting. Dean, I had something on my mind really quickly to finish this out. It had, I, I'm pretty sure it had, I'm blanking on it, it had something uh, to do uh, with, uh, with the COVID uh, and uh, the recruiting, or not recruiting, but um, uh, sports, but I'm blanking on it now. But I listen, ju- uh, just to ramble here, it is incredible that we have pushed through this, that it's positive. And, uh, I, you know, I'm excited for Iowa to, 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 to be back open. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, folks, we can't stay shut down. That is not uh, an applicable uh, course of action, not, not one bit. We can't stay shut down. We got to move forward. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, in a positive direction, uh, you know, too many jobs have been lost, uh, and and all that Dean, it sucks. I'm forgetting the, the, uh, topic, uh, that I wanted, uh, to discuss here, um, to end this out, what, you know, uh, just talk to me, Dean about, uh, you know, what do you think about Iowa opening things back up? They probably will. Uh, and uh, things getting back to normal, uh, and, and just your last thoughts here. Okay. Um, I don't know about Iowa opening up because I think they're pretty much open anyway. Yes. Um, you know, I think they're just – what I understand, there's a few counties that are a little hardcore, but yeah. overall, Iowa's pretty much open. But you know what I'm more excited about? Talk to me. June 15th here in California when we finally open up our state again. <laughs> We finally lift the mask we'll mandates. Yeah. Oh, you can come to California now. The mask yeah. mandates are going to be lifted. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, yeah. And then we pretty much get back to normal around here. So, um, I'm looking forward to that because I've already started not wearing my mask in certain places. Yeah, um, me too. And this comes from a hardcore mask. I believe in the mask, but yeah, I went to church the other day. For the first time in 14 months, no mask. Nice, I nice. Went to Bible, I went to Bible study last night, no mask. <laughs> uh, and, of course, at the swim, at the gym, you have to actually still wear your mask. But yeah. when you're in the pool, you can take it off. So you've been able to go in the gym, huh? Hmm? You've been able to go inside the gym. Yes, yes, yes. Our um, gyms have been open for a while because our county – our county is opened up. We are actually, we're actually one tier away from the top tier of being able to open. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter if we ever get to that top tier, because if we hang on for another two and a half weeks here, we're going to be open anyway. <laughs> very, very true. Um, I, I don't know if the gyms are, um, are open over here 
Uh, I, I'm sure they are. Uh, but yeah, I've been going to church for a couple of weeks now. Uh, and, and that's exciting. It's good to be around people, you know, and I've always known mm -hmm. that, you know, you need to be around people. People are what make you live. Energy yeah. comes through all of us. You know, I yeah. can feel energy through Dean right now. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's just how things go. Um, yeah. Well, no, it's like I said, for the last 14 months, I've been parked in front of the freaking TV. And you know what? It, it's just time to get on with life. It is. You know, open everything back up. Let people make their own decisions, you yep. know, about what, what's best for them. And, and I'll respect whatever decision they make, you know. I mean, like I said in my video last night, I will probably still continue to wear my mask off and on. Yeah. I was actually doing that before I was wearing masks. People don't know that before COVID even hit a lot of times because really? of the dusty air here. In oh, yeah, yeah. The, the air pollution. And I used to have valley fever and I, I don't want to get valley fever again because the second time might kill me. And so when the when the air quality is bad, you would see me out with a mask anyway. And I'd have people ask me at work when I'm walking outside on my rounds as a safety officer, they would go, are you sick? Go, no. <laughs> the air pollution's horrible today. I yeah. don't want to get, I don't want to get sick. In the South, <laughs> it is rough. It, literally, you can feel the difference in, in the air that you're breathing uh, from Sacramento to LA. I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy, but that's just how things are. I mean, in folks in Southern California, people are so, you know, it's so close to each other, you know, um, Dean, I, I want to ask you this. Uh, mm -hmm. I did the poll for, uh, which, uh, as an Iowa fan, which opponent do you dislike the most? And I thought it was going to be, I knew Nebraska was going to win, but I thought Wisconsin was going to be second. So I'm, I'm a little surprised by that. And then, you know, somebody added Ohio state. It, it, it annoys me when people add stuff. Because, <laughs> you know, it, you, it, what, when you add something, basically what that's saying is you don't really care about respect and you think that you putting Ohio State on the thing is that important <laughs> to disregard my poll in the first place. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and so Nebraska won, Iowa State was second, and that surprised me because for all intents and purposes, the Iowa State game doesn't matter. What, uh, what did you think, and who would you vote for? I voted for Wisconsin. Nice. I um, agree with you. So did I. And, and it's just like, you know, recently we've owned Iowa State and Nebraska, yeah. and we're having our troubles with Wisconsin, and, and that's why I hate them. I, I just like, you know, we <laughs> yeah, can't. Me too. You know, when we beat them in basketball or football, it's very rare. And, you know, and it's just like, I'm so tired of them beating us, you know, <laughs> and they're no different than we are. I want. <laughs> they're so you know similar I mean? to us, too. You know? Yeah. Yeah, they are a lot in a lot of ways. They are both sports. So I'm just tired of losing to them. And that's why I hate Wisconsin so bad. I don't hate Iowa State as as much. I, I want to beat Iowa State every time we yeah. play. But it, it doesn't yeah. bother me if they go out and win the rest of their games and go eleven and one next year. Yeah, me either. Eleven fact, and one next year, and that one belongs to Iowa State, uh, Iowa. Yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, you, you and me root for Iowa State after the game between <laughs> Iowa and Iowa State. That's how you know when Iowa plays Northwestern. I when it's all said and done, I root for Northwestern. You know, you want the teams that you play that you battle with. Uh, but yeah, Dean, I'm with you.
I, I hate Wisconsin uh, by far. Uh, it's it's Iowa and it's Wisconsin. That's how it's been for the past twenty plus years in the Big Ten. You know, some mm-hmm. people uh, in the media they want to argue for Northwestern because a lot of them have went to Northwestern. It's like shut up with that. Northwestern has not been that competitive overall for twenty years. Uh, I mean, for gosh sakes, they had a losing record just the year before this past season. So, um, but, uh, and Minnesota is not quite there. It is Wisconsin. So it did surprise me that people um, uh, picked uh, uh, Iowa State. All right, folks, we're watching on the NHA podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, The best place to find us on YouTube uh, well, the best place to find me and Dean is on Facebook, Nolan Hawkeye Anthony and Dean Freem. You can find me on uh, YouTube, Nolan Hawkeye Anthony, and you can find Dean on, on YouTube. Uh, he's going to be talking about uh, his journey with the with weight loss and 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 all of that. Maybe give you some tips and and, and some advice. Um, listen, folks, uh, this Iowa team is absolutely loaded uh, it, uh, with football uh, a year later. It does seem incredible that we almost did not have a season. Uh, and for those of you that were, were that were pushing for there not to be a season, I ain't mad at you uh, because you didn't win. Uh, and but uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, at the end of the day, we're all Iowa Hawkeye fans, and things should uh, be back to normal here. And that uh, gets me excited. Jordan Bohannon, I hope, you know, your body feels a little bit better uh, after um, the thing, uh, you know, after the fight, uh, you know, uh, I put that up. Uh, hope he feels better, you know. Uh, one point that I was going to make about that is that um, usually sports guys don't get messed with because they're big and tall. Uh, and, you know, Jordan – even though he's short for basketball standards, he's tall in 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 the one six two. That is above average. Uh, you know he's not overly big, um, but uh, you know uh, usually in my experience at uh, Pacific, uh, you know occasionally Dean, you would have a guy who didn't realize how strong. Uh, individuals were that were good enough to play division one sports. Uh, they didn't realize it and they would, you know, try something and it would go horribly bad for them. And, or you would have guys that for whatever reason, uh, you know, it bothered them that you played division one. And so they wanted to test their limits and really go. So, you know, listen, at the end of the day, I, I think Jordan will probably learn from this and, uh, you know, decide, that, uh, you know, if he's going to go out, maybe keep a little bit lower profile, just a little bit lower profile there. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, outside of that, uh, uh, Dean, do you have any uh, last words before we head out of here? No, <clears throat> I think we I think we covered it all. And I'm excited because we left some topics on the table for next time. So, yes, we did. Um, you know, I, these these guys don't know how much that we've been planning behind the scenes for this off season. So, amen. We got some good. We got some good stuff, guys. So keep coming back and listening to us, um, and and watching us on YouTube too. Because amen. We got some good stuff for the rest of the summer. Yeah, uh, the, the, you know what uh, what he's discussing the top running backs and quarterbacks Iowa will face. That's a that's an interesting thing to get into. Uh, five Hawkeyes were named top five in their position group for the NFL. 
Uh, all, all exciting. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, truly, and th- um, we thank you from the bottom of our heart for listening, supporting the show, and sharing. Uh, if if, if uh, you want to support in a different way, we, we do have uh, a PayPal uh, on the website, 247hawkeye.com. We'll put the link in the description. But outside of that, folks, we're going to be doing this regardless. We love talking with you. We love hanging with you. I'm going to be thinking about doing Facebook Live as well where you guys can come on and, and talk with us while, while me and Dean are doing the show. Um, and outside of that, again, we thank you. We love you. Uh, we love the Iowa Hawkeyes. And without further ado, DBAP, don't be a pussy. Well, on facts or feelings, your feelings don't matter. Love you all. Bye. Bye.